Hey, give me 35 minutes, I'm gonna get you set up for the year ahead. Today, we're covering two very weighty subjects. Goal setting, proper goal setting, not only for your business, but for you as a person, and then uh, understanding what you need to get yourself organized, right? I've said everything comes down to systems and goals. Set a goal for yourself, meaning I'm at point A, I wanna get to point B, and then you put a system in place that helps you get there. A system is just a repeatable set of actions. I'm going to do the following things to achieve the following goal. Everything we do comes down to systems and goals. Certainly that's what I believe uh, when I coach uh, the members of my P3 Mastermind. Today, I ask you to give me 35 minutes. Give me 35 minutes and I will show you how to take action in the year ahead. This is a replay, an encore presentation of, of episode number 198. This originally aired last year, this same time. Such a great time for us to be thinking about what we want for the year ahead. Don't go anywhere. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated solely to helping you build a more profitable restaurant. Each week, I leverage my 20-plus years of experience in the industry to help you build that more profitable and more sustainable business. I also work directly with owners and operators all over the world through my P3 um, Mastermind program. This is a group coaching program that meets two hours every single week to help you uh, to help you identify the, the uh, specific challenges that you face in this industry. We are focused on profit and growth. Profitability is the number one thing that, uh, that keeps restaurants struggling. So if you struggle to generate consistent, predictable 20% returns every single month, I will show you a couple of key systems to implement to help make that automatic. If this sounds like you, if this sounds like something you want to learn more about, then go to our website, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Grab some time on the calendar. You'll chat with either me or someone from my team. We'll get to learn more about you and your restaurant. You'll learn more about the program, ask some questions about the program, and we can talk about next steps if we think you're a good fit. Again, there's absolutely no pressure. That's a 30-minute free strategy session to learn more about the program. Again, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. That link is also in the show notes. Now, are you frustrated with managing your catering and private events with pen and paper or using outdated programs? Introducing Triple Seat the catering sales and event management software built for hospitality professionals by hospitality professionals. With Triple Seat, you will increase revenue and efficiency all while streamlining your operations. Let Triple Seat be your catering and event management assistant. Generate leads, create tailored banquet event orders, facilitate online discussions, obtain electronic signatures. You can even process payments and everything in between. Triple Seat has you covered. Elevate and simplify your event management. Take it to the next level with Triple Seat so you can focus on what truly matters, providing unforgettable experiences for your clients. For more information, visit TripleSeat.com slash restaurant strategy. Again, that's TripleSeat.com slash restaurant strategy. And yes, that link is also in the show notes. Now, there is a seasonality to our business, right? That's true for just about all of us, no matter what concept, what market. But what drives me crazy, for example, 
is when the holidays catch us by surprise. Oh, oh, Valentine's Day is here again. Oh, Thanksgiving's here again. As if Valentine's Day doesn't come every year at the exact same time. As if Thanksgiving is something we forgot to plan for. What drives me crazy is when we do the things that we know we have to do, but we do them the way we've always done them, simply because we don't give ourselves the time to plan anything better. So when you're stuck at the last minute and you don't have a plan, what do you do? You just do what you did last year. Did it work last year? Was it the best we could do? I don't know, but it's all we have time for. We don't have time to plan. Again, that drives me crazy. So I want to take some time now to talk about how we plan for the year ahead. Specifically, there are three things that I want you to do, and I want you to get in the habit of doing this every year and maybe even every quarter. Number one, first and foremost, you got to build a pro forma. What's a pro forma? It is a projection for the year ahead. It is an educated guest. You are forecasting what your business might look like over the course of the year. You've got to do that. Number two, you got to build a marketing plan. And number three, I want you to build a marketing calendar. So I want to tackle all three of those, right? So we talk about how we plan, how we get organized for the year ahead. Those are three key documents, right? And then later on in the episode, we're going to talk about how we set goals for both ourselves and our business. But I want to talk here first about proper planning. How do we do proper planning? It begins by understanding your path to profitability. I talk about this a lot, right? The majority of restaurants, we know, right? A significant portion, something like 80% of restaurants uh, do not make it past their third anniversary, right? Most restaurants fail in their first three years. But did you know that beyond that, the majority of restaurants that actually survive past three years will never make more than 5% profit margin? It's unconscionable that we would work as hard as we do for 4%, for 2%, for break-even. The big boys, the big restaurant change, the big restaurant groups, they build their budgets so that they get 20 to 25%, 15% at the minimum, but really they're aiming for 20 to 25%. That's what they get and they deserve it. That's what you should get because you deserve it. So how do we do this? A pro forma is just a plan. It's an educated guess, right? I always talk about this. Projections are just an educated guess, but by doing more of them, by doing them more frequently, you will get better at doing them. The sheer act of doing them will help you get better at doing them. So what I want you to do right here, we're at the beginning, uh, you know, right here at the beginning of the year, there's such an opportunity. As soon as these holidays are all done, let's take the time to get organized. It begins by building a pro forma, a budget, right? Uh, just a guess of how we think the year is going to be. Now, you look at historical data and you look at current trends to make a guess. Again, it's an educated guess how you think the year is going to go. You build it month by month by month by month by month. Guess what? I sell this thing, right? Guess what? This is part of the resource bundle that I offer in my Restaurant Recharge online course. You can go get yours from an accountant, from a bookkeeper. You can build your own or you can contact me and I can tell you how to get one. It is so easy though to take the time to sit down and figure out how your year is going to go. Now, does it take time? Yeah, of course it takes time. It takes a couple of hours to do it right. But if you do it right, it's going to set up the rest of the, your year for success. So what you have to do is figure out your path to profitability. If you want to be profitable, if you want to make a certain amount of money, 
You've got to determine what that is, and you've got to make sure that on paper you know how to make money because you're not going to make that kind of money in real life unless you know on paper how you can do that, right? And we've talked a lot about uh, projections and budgeting and all of that, and it's what I spend a lot of time uh, doing with my clients. That's that's really what the coaching program is about. It's figuring out what's a realistic amount to um, to generate, and then how do we generate? How do we build that uh, that path? How do we build the blueprint to get there? Again, I call it the path to profitability. So when we're planning the year ahead, you have to know what you think you can make, what sort of revenue you can generate, and therefore where your expenses will land. That is the master document because business exists to turn a profit. So you have to know how you get to a profit, a meaningful profit, a significant profit. For me, I coach my clients on 20% profit margin. We've talked about it on past episodes. If you don't know this, go find one of those past episodes, the 30-30-20 rule. And if you still want to learn more, then set up a, a, a strategy session uh, to chat with me. Uh, and we'll talk all about uh, that 30-30-20 plan, right? 30 plus 30 plus 20 equals 80. If you keep all your expenses at 80% of revenue, that leaves 20% for you. But you start by planning on paper. You write it down on paper and say, this is what it'll take to get me there. So your financial document, right? Hey, guess what? Business, we live and die by the numbers. And I'm not good at math. They, they, I work really hard for any of the, the work that I do, for any sort of uh, confidence <laughs> that I've gleaned in, um, in this world, in the business world. It's hard fought. It does not come naturally to me. So I hear you. If you're, if you're uh, allergic to numbers, um, that's fine. So am I. So am I. You can get over this. You can, uh, you can hold your breath and uh, pinch your nose and you'll be just fine. This is the way you set your business up for success. Because once you know on paper how you make a certain profit, then you can educate and empower all of your managers, right? Your chef, your GM, your service director, your AGM, the sous chefs. Everybody can work in concert to get you where you know you need to be. So the three documents that you need to build to plan properly for the year ahead, number one is a pro forma. I want you to take the time to build a pro forma. You can go build your own. You can go find one. You can have your accountant build one for you. Or if you need one, reach out to me, chip at chipclose.com. That's C-H-I-P-K-L-O-S-E.com. Uh, and I will show you, I'll share with you the link how to get my, uh, my document. All right. The next thing I want you to do is to build a marketing plan. Again, this is also in the resource bundle for the restaurant recharge course because it, it just it's so easy to do it right. And too many people think it's more complicated than it is. So they don't so they don't bother doing it again. You can go through old episodes. Uh, you will find me uh, talking about this quite a bit. Your pro forma, your budget is the is the beginning of this conversation. Then your marketing plan is your document that shows you how you get there. What do you need to do to get where you need to be? The pro forma shows you where you need to be and on paper what that looks like. Your marketing plan then is the is the action plan for the how, how you're actually going to make that happen. What are you going to do to achieve these goals, right? Now we're getting ahead of ourselves. Now we're talking about proper goal setting, which we're going to spend talking about, we're going to spend some time talking about later on in the in the episode. But right now, you got to figure out where you want to go before you figure out how to get there. When we talk about planning, I always like to share this uh, this little this little uh, cliche, right? This little saying. So uh, people always talk about, um, you know, how do we get from here to there? I always talk about when I go to uh, to visit my brother. So my brother lives in Los Angeles, and uh, in order for me to get from New York to Los Angeles, um, there's a path to get me there, 
right, that we know this. I figure out when I'm going to go. I buy a ticket during that time, and I show up at the proper uh, airport, at the proper terminal, at the proper gate. How am I going to get to Los Angeles? There's a path that will get me there to get me from New York to Los Angeles. So how do I get there? There is a path to get me there. The same thing is true with a profit. How do you get to the profit that you need to make? There is a path. There is a blueprint. That's what we're in the process of building. So number one, you build a pro forma, right? That um, is a series of numbers that show you what you need to do revenue-wise, where you need to keep your expenses in order to hit the profit you need to make. And then your marketing plan helps you helps you think more specifically about the how, how you're going to accomplish it. Specifically, when I build my marketing plan, I build it with the triangle principle in mind. So I talk a lot about the triangle principle. Three sides to the triangle, I think there are three sides to marketing a restaurant. Attraction, retention, and evangelism. You need a reliable way to bring new people into the restaurant. You need a reliable way to bring those people back or to bring them back with greater frequency, right? To turn them into regulars. And then you need a way, you need a, a specific set of things you do to get them to go spread the word about your business, about your restaurant. You need them to go evangelize for you. So attraction, retention, and evangelism. There are three sides to the coin, three sides of the triangle, three sides to marketing a business. The marketing plan that I build keeps that in mind, right? So what are the series of actions we're going to take to try to uh, raise awareness and drive first-time diners into the restaurant? There are a whole series of things we do and can do and should do to accomplish that goal. Number two, retention. What do we do to get those people to come back, to come back um, with greater frequency? There's a whole set of actions that we do there. And then finally, when it comes to evangelism, what are the specific things we do to help spark word of mouth, to get people to go rave about us, to take pictures and post about us, to go leave rave reviews on, uh, on uh, sites like Yelp and Google. There are specific things we do. The marketing plan that you build should talk about what you're trying to accomplish, right? what are the goals that you're setting for yourself, and then what are we going to do to accomplish those goals? Finally then, you need to build a marketing calendar. And this I give away for free all the time. Email me, chip at chipclose.com. I will give you this one for free. The others are part of my resource bundle, which you can buy. This one I'll give away for free. It's in the resource bundle as well, but I will give you the marketing calendar for free. Just email me, chip at chipclose.com. I answer each and every email that I get. I promise you can ask anyone out there. They have never not heard back from me. A marketing calendar is a template. It's a document. For me, it's a spreadsheet. It's built in Excel, has every day of the year, and it maps out how we're using all of our channels. So email is a channel. Facebook is a channel. Uh, TikTok is a channel. Our, our SMS uh, text messaging is a channel. Our website, everything, our, our paid social, our paid search efforts are all a channel. It's all a, they're all tools available to us to accomplish our goals. So if we know where we want to get to, the pro forma shows that. The marketing plan shows how we're going to get there. Well, then the marketing calendar is just helps you plan, helps you get organized. And this is what I recommend to all of my clients. The first week of January, so again, January 2nd through the 7th, 2nd through the 8th, right? I'm going to assume everybody takes the first off and relaxes. And then that week after that, I want you to spend organizing the whole first half of your year. And then I always recommend either the end of August or the beginning of September, you organizing the second half of your year. 
So in January, we're coming up to January, I want you to figure out everything from March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Then in August or September, you're going to plan out basically all of the holidays from October all the way through to Valentine's Day in February. So October, November, December, January, and February. In January, you plan March through September. In August, you plan October through February. That's what I want you to do. Because think of it this way. Halloween comes every year. Thanksgiving comes every year. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day. They come every single year. And yet so many restaurants are surprised by this. Here's the thing. What you don't realize until you market for a little while is that we need lead time, right? That let's say we're, uh, we're going to talk about marketing Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is on February 14th. It's on February 14th every single year. For most restaurants, the reservation book opens on January 14th. So the reason we don't plan for Valentine's Day in the beginning of January is because it's too late. It's too late at that point. If you are going to work with a PR company, if you're going to work with uh, you know journalists, any press, they need a longer lead time than just January 5th. So if you figure it out on January 5th, it's too late to be included in the roundups and the directories and to, to pitch your story of what you're doing, why you're, why you're special, why it's different. So that's why we figure that one out in the other half of the year as part of the holidays, right? So every January, we're going to start planning for St. Patrick's Day and Mother's Day and Easter and Father's Day and, and Memorial Day and, and Fourth of July and Labor Day. And maybe all those days you do nothing. It's just business as usual. Then that's fine. Take the time to sit there and consider it and think about what you should do. And if you should just treat it as business as usual, fine. Just leave it be. It's business as usual. However, you might, given a little bit of room, given a little bit of breathing room, you might find that you do want to do something, that it would be the perfect opportunity to do something. So you give yourself the runway to do that. So again, in January, this first week of January, right after the new year, I want you to plan out at least that first half of your year, basically from March all the way through to September, right? Don't, don't worry about the holidays just yet. Just worry about all those holidays. There's certainly plenty of them. St. Patrick's Day and Mother's Day and Easter and Father's Day and all of that, like I, all the ones I just named. So you get organized right then and there, and you start building out your marketing calendar. Now, when you build your marketing calendar, it's easy to just drop all the holidays in. Or you know when Restaurant Week is going to be. You know when some big festival, some state fair, some you know when all these things are going to happen. Drop them into the calendar so you know where they are. You'll start seeing the really hectic times of the year, and then you'll start seeing the really quiet times of the year. So give yourself the room to figure it out. Again, the pro forma tells you what you need to do. The marketing plan helps you organize your efforts and say, this is how we're going to accomplish this. And then the marketing calendar gets down to the granular level, the nuts and bolts. This is what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, why that's going to help us achieve our goals. These three documents work in tandem with each other, and they're very, very easy. Once built, they're very, very easy to use over and over and over. So when we talk about planning for the year ahead, it just takes so little effort to get organized. You're going to have to make some decisions about all of these holidays at one point or another. So rather than doing it three weeks ahead of time, when you don't have time to properly build a website or send out 
you know, mailers or to, to place advertising on Facebook. Rather than do it at the last minute, just do it ahead of time. You're going to have to do it anyway, so you might as well do it at a time that's convenient for you. It, I'm recommending you do these uh, at times that are mostly downtimes for a lot of restaurants, the beginning of the year and then right at the end of the summer. Most places get quiet. And if you say, hey, no, we're really busy in the summer, I said, do it at the end of August or the beginning of September. Plenty of places uh, slow down in September as everybody leaves to go back to school and the vacations are done and all of that. So there are times throughout the year that make more sense to take the time to do this to get together to brainstorm and say, hey, here are all the days coming up. Or what you might find is that you look through and you say, hey, there are no, uh, there, there are no, um, there are no, there are no, there's nothing planned here. So we need to plan something here. By taking the time out of your week at a time that's convenient for you, you'll discover those things. Say, hey, this is going to be a downtime for us. What can we do? Could we think outside the box? Should we be doing a special dinner? Should we organize wine dinners? Whatever it is. Take the time to do it, right? So in this effort to get organized, I want you to do those three documents. Pro forma, right? Financially, what does your year look like in order for you to be successful? Your marketing plan, what do you need to do? When do you need to do it? And then the marketing calendar is how you get granular. This is how we execute the plans in the marketing plan. And now, of course, I want to talk about proper goal setting, and not just for your business, but for you as well. All of that in just a minute after another word from one of our sponsors. Today's episode of Restaurant Strategy is also brought to you by the P3 Marketing Summit. This happens January 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2024. I'm co-hosting the event with a good friend and colleague of mine, Rev Ciancio. It's happening in Columbia, South Carolina. Three-day event, two full days of workshops, two parties. You absolutely do not want to miss it. Tickets are on sale now. We're capping this at 100 tickets sold. We've got half of them already gone. Uh, if you want to be part of this, visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com. You'll see the banner across the top, or you can find the link directly to the info page for the event in the show notes. Again, the P3 Marketing Summit happens January 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2024. Come join me. Be in the room where you can level up your marketing. I hope to see you guys there. Now, we're talking about how to set yourself up for success in the year ahead, how to properly plan. And of course, that includes goal setting. Goal setting for your business, goal setting for you. So I want to know, where are you now and where do you want to be? I want you to think about what was good last year. What do you want more of? And on the other side, what, what was bad? What do you want less of? Finally, then, I want to talk to you about priorities. And I want to talk to you about how we uh, take stock and how we maybe reorder those priorities. All of that is sort of encapsulated in goal setting. So if anyone knows me, if anyone, uh, certainly any of my clients, any of the people in our, my mastermind will recognize this about me. Everything about certainly the mastermind, and I'm going to pass it on to you, everything is about systems and goals. What we do in the, in the mastermind is we get really good at identifying problems and prioritizing those problems. We then don't start working on a problem until we've set a proper goal. We set a goal for the problem, and then finally, we need an action plan to achieve that goal. So we identify problems, we prioritize those problems, we set goals to solve the problems, 
and then we put a plan into place. A plan is a system. A system is a repeatable set of actions. If it's repeatable, it becomes scalable, and that's how businesses grow, meaning that's how we do more revenue. That's how we can pull ourselves out of the business. That's how we can open a second, third, fifth, tenth, one hundredth location. That's how we open different concepts and we make more and more money, employ more people, feed more people. Again, if it's repeatable, it becomes scalable. So when we talk about proper goal setting, we have to talk about identifying problems, prioritizing those problems, setting a goal for the problem, and then putting a system into place to help us achieve that goal. Now, also, anybody who's been listening for a while, anybody who knows me, anybody who's been part of my programs knows I'm a big fan of the SMART goal framework, right? SMART is an acronym, S-M-A-R-T, Specific, Measurable, Attainable, or Assignable. We'll talk about that in a second. Relevant and time-bound. Every goal you set needs to have all of those in line. When we set a goal, we make it specific. If it's specific, it becomes measurable. We then make it attainable, right? Meaning it's, it's easy to achieve. The other one that I've heard is we make it assignable because if everyone's responsible, no one's responsible. So we make one person responsible and we make them accountable for that task. So in order to set a proper goal, we make it specific, that makes it measurable. Meaning we can tell if we did it or didn't do it. We succeeded or failed. We make it assignable. So it's somebody's responsibility, then we can hold them accountable. We make sure uh, it's relevant to the success of the business. And then finally, we make it time-bound, meaning we put a deadline on it. So we're going to increase sales by 20% over the course of Q1. That's our goal. We're going to increase sales by 20% by the end of Q1. Who's responsible for that? We then make each person responsible for their own portion of that. How do we drive more revenue? How do we get more butts and seats? How do we uh, increase the, inc uh, the guest check average? How do we manage our expenses so we can be more profitable? All of these are things we can do when we set proper goals. Now, when we plan for the year ahead, goal setting is one of those things. And this is all wrapped up in personal and professional. So I want you to do this for your business, but I also want you to do this for you. Remember, and, and maybe this sounds uh, obvious, um, maybe you'll roll your eyes at me, but our business is part of our life. Our business, if you run a business for all the independent operators out there, your business exists to support your life. At least that's the way it should work. Most of the time, though, we find that the owner is there to support the business. But it's really important to understand that the business is there to support your life. Now, you may love your business. That's may, maybe where you want to be more than anywhere else. But it's dangerous when your business requires you to be there. You shouldn't have to be there. Your business shouldn't rely on any one person. I've said this before. I think it's irresponsible and dangerous. So when we talk about proper goal setting, we have to make sure that we understand that our business is there to support our life, which then begs the question, what do we want out of our life? What do we want to achieve? And how do we achieve that? Maybe the business, as it is right now, is helping us achieve what we want to achieve. But maybe it's not. Maybe our priorities have shifted. Remember, we change. We grow. The person I was at 20 is different than at 30, is certainly different now at 42. 
the things I cared about, the things I believed in, the things that I uh, that I made a priority at 20 or diff- were different than at 30. The things I prioritized at 30 were different than they were at 40 and now 42. And that's okay. That's the best part about being a human is that we we live, we grow, we learn better, we do better, right? I'm sure we've all done things in our past that we're not proud of, and that's fine because we grow and we do better. We become better versions of ourselves. We become be- better people for the people around us. So if we have changed, it stands to reason that our priorities must have changed. Again, the things we wanted back then are different than the things we probably want now. And I think, I think we don't do this enough. We don't take the time to step back and say, where am I? Am I where I want to be? Am I on a path that I want to be on? Am I going towards something that I still want? There's plenty of us, and I've been guilty of this in my own life. We go towards something that we wanted at one point, but no longer want. And it's hard, and I get it. Now, a lot of times it's painful to change courses or to admit to ourselves that we no longer want that, whatever that is. I think part of goal setting, part of planning requires that we take a step back, take a deep breath, close our eyes, and make sure that we're really clear on who we are, where we are, what we want, where we're going. What are your priorities? What do you want out of life? Life is painfully short. We know that. I don't have to tell you that. Life is short. So what do you want out of life? And how can your business help you get what you want? I share my favorite quote all the time. I'm not afraid to share it again. Uh, It's great this time of year. But the great Zig Ziglar once said, you can get anything in life you want as long as you help enough other people get everything they want. That begins by figuring out what you want. Figure out what you want and then build a life that helps you achieve that. Figure out what you want and then build a life that helps you achieve that. And if your business can help you achieve that, then great. If your business used to do that and no longer does that, it's important to know. Or if your business has never done it, then you need to figure out a way to get it so it does. And maybe this business in this incarnation isn't the way to do it. That becomes really important to know too. Because otherwise you're working, you're working, you're working for some other business. You're working for the business rather than the business working for you. Like we say, uh, restaurant owners deserve a business that works as hard as they do. They do. But that requires you to train your business to do what you needed to do. Just like raising a dog, man. We take the dog to get, uh, to get training, obedience training. It's not obedience training for the dog. It's training for the owner. Owners need to be trained. So I'm talking to you, the owner, the business owner, about training yourself. It begins by figuring out your priorities. What do you want in life? Think smaller. What do you want this year? What do you want to accomplish? It could be financial, personal, travel-related. Whatever it is, what do you want? I do this every year. I've done episodes on this in the past. You can certainly go back and check those out. Uh, it's right around the uh, the year, uh, right around the end of the year I do this. But I set goals for myself. I take a couple of hours, uh, take a couple hours out of my week, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, and I think about it. What do I want to accomplish this year? And I put together very actionable things I can do so that they don't rely on anybody else. They just rely on me. 
So rather than saying, hey, I'm going to get my book published, it's, hey, I'm going to get my book written and submitted to at least five publishers. Well, that helps me keep it actionable. Then whether the publishers like it or not, that's not up to me because I can't control that. What I can control is what I write and where I send it. So hold yourself accountable. Make sure you keep yourself responsible to doing the things that you can control, right? Control the controllables. We talk about this all the time in our businesses, the same thing personally. So what do you want? What you wanted a year from now may not be what you want now. And it's okay. But you have to admit that to yourself. And then you got to build a business that gets you there. So proper goal setting begins by understanding what we want. That's a goal. A goal is the end product, the destination. Where do we want to get to? Where do we want to go? How, do, how can we then get there? That's all the planning. So I did this out of order purposely. Proper planning requires proper goal setting. So we come up with the goals first. Again, I did this out of order just to sort of present it differently in your mind. In order to do anything, we have to figure out where we're going to go. Like I said, if I'm going to go visit my brother in California, there's a path for me to get there. Can't just show up to any airport and, you know, hope I get there. There might not be planes going at a convenient time. They might be full. They might be too expensive. So I figure out when I want to go, where I want to go. I buy tickets and then I go to the right airport, the right terminal, the right gate. That's my path to get there. Just like a business needs a path to profitability, so do you. You need a path forward for the year. So set your goals. S-M-A-R-T. Specific, measurable, assignable, relevant, time-bound. Make sure they are actionable. Make sure you can measure them so you can hold yourself accountable. And you can see, yes, I did it. No, I didn't do it. And then you put together a plan. You put together a plan for you and you put together a plan for your business. I always love talking about this subject at the end of the year because it's on my mind. So I got to imagine it's on your mind. You have to figure out where you want to go with your business. Just by saying, hey, we want to grow catering business, that doesn't do any good. You have to look and say, hey, we did $125,000 in catering business. I want to grow that by 20%. Great. That's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's assignable. It's relevant to the, to the success of your business. And we've made it time-bound. Come up with specific metrics, specific goals. Make your goals specific and then put a plan in place to achieve them. Hey, we want to increase the guest check average by $7 by the end of the year. Great. Put a plan in place for how you can achieve that. Hey, we want to grow our catering business. Hey, we want to grow our, um, our uh, private dining in-house. Great. Hey, we want to launch our food truck. Hey, we, whatever you want to do, you can do it. You got to set that goal and you got to put a plan in place to achieve that goal. So again, proper goal setting and then proper planning starts with a pro forma. Make sure that on paper it is profitable, that you know how to make it profitable, and then build a plan, a marketing plan. And then finally use a calendar to get yourself organized so you know what you got to do, when you got to do it to achieve the results you need to achieve. Listen, that's it for today. I appreciate you taking the time to be here. Uh, have a really great happy new year, and I will see you before long. I appreciate it. Be well. <laughs>